Welcome to One Big Thought Podcast. This is a podcast for real ministry for the majority. And I am Andy George. And I'm so grateful that you took time to listen to this episode. And of course, I am joined by the one and only Mr. Ken Hester. Happy New Year. I, almost, man. It's close. Almost. And of course, Jamie Buford. Happy New Year. I wanted to say it too. You want to say Happy New Year too? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, almost. I'm going to say Merry Christmas still. Even but though it's after it's Christmas. Because it's the in-between. Yeah, it's the in-between. It's that so in-between. So what do you say? I, Shalom. I don't know. It's <laughs> a good question. I mean, you know, kind of stuck in between. Either so. one works. Either way, yeah. uh, we do hope that everybody had a good Christmas. Yeah, we do. Either we way, we're glad Christmas. you're here. We're glad, glad you're, you're here. Listening. Yeah. And as always, it always helps us to make sure that you subscribe and like this and share it and leave some comments for it as well. That's always a good way of doing that. So Jamie yeah, reads all the comments. You won't regret it. I read every single comment. Comments are important. <laughs> comments are very important to us. So you know what else is important? What? You both just celebrated Christmas in a new house. We did separate Not the new same houses. house, but yes, <laughs> but yes. Houses. in your own new, we did. Our in your own new home. Just for clarity. Yes, just for clarity there. <laughs> Thank you for the clarity. Yes, yeah. we so did. So how did that feel? We Was both? that pretty special? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Isaac and Madeline, they're so little, but Isaac is like loving everything about mm. the new house, yeah. run, literally running around in circles yep. in the living room. Yep. And that was before we gave him presents, That's which right. is even, you know, <laughs> right. now it's on a whole nother level. You could just say, here's that's your present. Cool. You have a house. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> which should have been the present, yeah. honestly. Good that Lord. was my boy's new bedroom furniture. It was, it was like, Merry Christmas. There you go. Because in the last episode, I believe, <laughs> I believe last episode, you talked about how you were super mom last year and went to Disney. Yeah. No. What a difference. But listen, you, so dream let, well, listen two, you're two for two. <laughs> yeah. Last year, you took all your family to Disney. This right. year, you gave them a new house. That's true. Wow. What are you going to do next year? I Gold bars for everyone. Bars. <laughs> my, I hope my kids aren't listening to this episode. They're going to be like, Dad, you, you cheap. You gypped us. You're right. I bought him a new house. You bought him a new house. Yeah. Merry Christmas, kids. Yay, me. <laughs> their spouses, uh, their, their future spouses yay, are in me, trouble. In yay, so me. much trouble. You're setting the bar really high. I am. All right. So if you are listening to this on December 29th, when this is airing and you are in ministry, you are exhausted and hopefully very excited and very hopeful for the future because all of us just came out of Christmas and in ministry, whether you are a uh, church that is small or large or everything in between, whether you are the only staff or you have multiple staff. Everybody puts in the time for Christmas, and everybody yeah. does it a little bit differently. Yep. Now, of course, this year was a different Christmas. Mm. Uh, this year has been a very different year, different mm. kind of year. But that does True. not mean that connection is not still so incredibly important. So on this episode of One Big Thought, we're going to hit the one big thought that deals with connection and follow-up and connection and follow-up post-Christmas. So connection is massively important. Yep. It's what we do, right? I mean, it's what we do. So if you're listening to this right now and you're in ministry, one of the main jobs you have and I have is how do we connect people? Yeah. How do we connect them? Now, I know we're coming on 10 months now. Yeah. 11. 10 months of COVID. Yeah. 10 months of COVID, roughly. Yeah. Uh, going on 11. And it's been very different connecting. Uh, some ways it's been kind of exciting and new mm -hmm. and innovative. Other ways it's been very frustrating. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Ken, what are some of the frustrating things that you've had? Because you're, you know... You deal with our online campus mm -hmm. as well as our connections at our church. So Ken's role is both online and connections. So you deal online and in person. What's been pretty frustrating to you over the last couple of months about connection? Well, you've you've had we've all had to be more intentional about connection, more um, even methodical about it. 
So you've had to, uh, for me, I've had to create more checklists. I've had to make sure because it used to be where you see somebody on Sunday morning, it's good to see you. Now you yeah. don't know yep. if they're watching or not. If they haven't posted a comment right. online, you don't know if they've watched yeah. or not. Or if they're watching on Sunday morning live or watching it like Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Or they're, Thursday. They're playing it on demand. Yeah. They're doing yeah. whatever. Some of you are in a hybrid kind of situation. Mm-hmm. We're in a hybrid situation where some people will come to church one week and now they don't come to church for six weeks mm-hmm. maybe because they're actually at church online. Right. right. So the intentionality of follow-up and connection has been that much harder Yeah. and trying to gather information, trying to see if people are there. Yeah. So that, and that's your main role. I know for me as a senior pastor, my heart is connection. Like that's Mm -hmm. my biggest thing. I want people to connect with Jesus. Obviously that's number one, Mm -hmm. right? That's, that's the main one. But then the real quick second is how do we connect you with other people? Because Mm -hmm. we're not meant to do ministry alone. Mm -hmm. And Jamie, you are a very much a people person. I am. How is it, how has it been difficult (laughs) for you? Oh my goodness. Well, you probably remember this early in COVID. I was like, I'm dying because yeah. I, I was like, when I hug, I thought when I hugged somebody again for the first time, I would cry. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not joking, <laughs> but just out of emotion yeah. of like, you know, I need that relational yep. interaction with people. So I yeah. really missed it. Yeah. And, and it's still kind of like that, right? Everybody's yeah. still mm-hmm. being a little careful. And so mm-hmm. connection is very important. So, so let's talk a little bit this morning or on this episode about how do we actually connect and follow up, especially post Christmas, because Hopefully everybody listening had a good Christmas. It was probably different. Ours was different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very different. We actually we actually did Christmas spread out over the whole month with Advent. We talked about this on the last episode, Advent, and of course, other things that we got going on uh, with our Christmas special that we did. And then of course, Christmas Eve services mm-hmm. that were in person, but ticketed, but we had a whole lot of people watching us online right. and in person. So connection and follow-up before Christmas and now... How do we actually do this after Christmas? That's kind of the one big thought here that we're going to talk about. Right. Yeah. Well, Ken, you had said it's it's more difficult now. It yeah. looks very different in this season. So what have you seen that's effective? What have been your best practices? Yeah, it's kind of a lot of things. It's trial and error, right? So fail forward. Um, over the last year, it has been what works, what does work. Um, and if you don't try anything, if you've had the same system for five years, 10 years, just evaluate it. Say, does this still work? Mm, And that led us to kind of having conversations around how, how are we, how are we following up with people when they do give us their information? So the first thing we want to do is we want to update our, how we gather that information. So we went digital, obviously for all things online, but even in person, we didn't want to hand them a connection card anymore. Yeah. So let's stop there real quick, because that's kind of an interesting point you're making because even when we came back to the building, mm-hmm. one, not everybody's coming back. The majority of people are still watching online right. by far. I mean, I would say 75% of yeah. people, right. if not 60, you know, 67% are still watching online. But then when people actually did come back, because where we are in North Carolina, I mean, it's, you know, it's still kind of up and down. We didn't yeah. want to actually hand people connect cards anything. or pens yeah. or yeah, anything. It's become a touchless Very situation. touchless. And yeah. so, so Ken, speak to that a little bit, because I think that's a... Probably yeah. people trying to navigate that. I mean, as well. honestly, you know, we're not the only one. Sometimes I think as a church organization, global church, well, we all think, well, we're the only ones that have to figure this out. You well, mean there's others that are trying to figure there's out? There's a whole world that <laughs> is right now figuring it out, you know? Yeah. And yeah. honestly, I stole the idea from a restaurant that uh, Andy, you and I visited. Oh, yes. And yeah. we walked in and there was a QR code sitting there for their whole yeah. menu. Early on. Checkout early system. Early on in COVID. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Complete touchless. And I was like, well, man, you know, years ago, the QR codes, you had to have an app. You had to do all these things. It's like extra, mm -hmm. extra steps. Now, again, right. technology has gotten just to a place you just open up your camera mm -hmm. and scan it, and it, it pops up. It gives you a direct yeah. link to the web. So we go, yeah. okay, how do we, how do we make our connection card right. digital? So we created that on our website made it smart so you choose your demographic and you can find out we would love to give away free resources you want a, a place to look for it it's crossroads.org slash connect yep and as you choose your demographic it then logic builds out it's like a smart form oh, that's cool. where it builds out if you're a student it asks you what school you go to mm. if you're married it asks you who your spouse is if you're single it doesn't ask you for a spouse nice right yeah. so it it's it builds out specific to that so we wanted to make it easy as possible for people to give us their information and to get to know them connect yeah. with them and the QR code was an easy way to do that through the phone or sending them directly to the website that is uh, logic based yeah. for people and I think what you're hitting on, you know, the question about what have we seen that's effective best practices when it comes to connection and follow-up, obviously the reason why we're doing this now is because hopefully you had a lot of visitors come to your church for Christmas, whether in person or online. Right. But this is, you can do this year round, right? It's not just mm -hmm. after Christmas. Exactly. You got to know your audience and who you're talking to. Are you talking to people online or are you talking to people in person? Because even though the end goal is the same, the way you communicate that I think is a little bit different at mm -hmm. times. So you're going to talk to the people online a little bit different about how they can connect than the people in person. Mm -hmm. And I think that one of the things I love about our connect card, Ken, is a question that you added on there that said, when and how can we contact you? Yeah. I, yeah. you know, I, I think, listen, if you're listening to this, that might be the biggest takeaway you can take. <laughs> update your, update your connection, whether it's a physical card or online or a QR code and ask the people what's the best way to get a hold of you mm -hmm. is it you know is it through facebook messenger is it is it ig you know messaging is it text is it email is it a phone call and when right. is the best time to contact you uh, that i think is one of the most effective things i think we've done and we've seen that yep. like we've seen that be more like effective yep. because people will then tell us call me between yep. noon and 4 mm -hmm. yeah and and now we do. And now that's an immediate, yeah. rather than just sending out a blanket email. And then some people check their email every day. Some people check their email once a month. Some yeah. people will just write down yeah. a, a, we all have like five email addresses, right? Yeah, so somebody, exactly. some people will write down an email address that they don't the check. Email address. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. what's the best way to contact you? Yeah. And that has created a better connection source for us. So let's go to the other side of that coin real quick before we go on to our second question. And that is uh, over communicating. So what you, what you don't also want to do is when it comes to being effective and best practices, uh, one, you want to make sure you respond to people in around 24 hours. Yeah. I, I think that's more than fair. I think that when people turn in a connection card on a Sunday morning, by Monday, they should have some kind of communication to yeah. them. But I don't think you should show up at their house, nor, <laughs> nor do I think you should. Unless you have pizza. <laughs> Even then, that's a little strange. And I, but listen, I know some churches do that and do that. Mm -hmm. That's just not yeah. in our DNA. That's true. And quite honestly, in the culture we live in right now, I'm not sure that's the best I was practice. Gonna say, yeah, in a that's a little bit older model. Yeah. Still might be effective in different regions. So don't don't you know put it away. But what we're trying to say is you you can you can actually over communicate mm -hmm. to first time guests mm -hmm. and connections and follow-ups because they don't want to get hounded for five days in a row. And you can under communicate. We definitely under communicate. Well. So when you said when you talked about 20, yeah. within twenty four hours, yeah. if somebody gives you their information, right, 
and you don't call them or contact them however they want to be contacted yeah. until a week or 10 days later. Yeah, they go, they've already forgot about they you. They forgot yeah. about you. And listen, you know, connection and follow-up is not just for first-time people, too. So let's, let's, let's make sure that's clear. Yeah. Connection and follow-up is with your own people who want to get connected at different levels. So yes. maybe someone wants to get involved in a small group or serving on a team. Mm-hmm. I mean, every church. I've never heard a church say, we have plenty of volunteers. Nope. Right. So why do we, <laughs> so why do we make it difficult for them to right. volunteer? Yeah. And then when they actually do what we ask them to do, and nobody calls them back. So I think I think we got to make sure that we have the time frame. And ultimately, we got to keep it simple. Yes. Got to keep it simple. Yeah. Simplicity, for sure. Well, great. So what are some of the tools that we use? How are we following up? Well, we mentioned the QR code already. Um, email is, is, is always something that you use. But I think there's even more value in a phone call now, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. we're so separated. We're so disconnected. Yeah, isolated. That if it's it's it takes a little bit more time, a little bit more intentional, but it shows that you care. It shows that I've taken the time out of my schedule to call you, mm-hmm. to check in on you, mm-hmm. to get you connected to whatever way you want to get connected. Whether you're first time, whether you want a small group, whether you want to know something about your for your for your students or your kids, and you know th- those those are some those are some some of the ways Andy there's a couple other ways that I, that you and I were talking about earlier as well yeah i think one you got to have integrity in your database and accountability so i think the tools that people use whatever tool you want to use at your church whether it's paper or online or how to connect i think that you got to make sure that again you keep it simple and easy so the tools that for example we have here at crossers we can just use this as an example is that every week it's part of our service and so this is this mm-hmm. is part of the tool. It's part of the how. So as part of our service, every week we have that moment for the MC to talk about, hey, this is how you get connected. Right. Very, very clear. One of the tools that I love that we did here, and it, it kind of merges some of that, is Ken and his team have placed uh, QR codes on the back of every third chair in our auditorium and at the Wake Forest campus as well, yep. in the pews. It's more than just a QR code. It's got some information on it. But again... It's kind of the QR code, same idea, but the method on it. So you can put it up yeah. on a screen. Yep. You can put your QR code up on your screen. You can have it posted all around your church, or you can kind of do what we did. And the reason I think we did that is let's make it as simple as possible. Right. People should not have to go track down how to get connected at your church exactly. or in what way to do that. And I think your website, mm-hmm. I think, is another way. Your website. So you mentioned QR codes, email, phone call. You know, that database accountability, which is kind of important. But I think you can't overlook the fact that still everybody's going to websites. Yeah. So if you want to direct people to a website, make sure, again, that they're not having to dig through five pages of your website to find out how to connect. And then once they get there, one of the tools that we've mentioned already before is that virtual digital connect card. Mm -hmm. And I would echo what Ken just said. If you're looking for a way to do that, and we do that through, was it, what do we do? Formstack, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Formstack. And it's just through Formstack, and and anybody can get on that and do that. But take a look at our connect card. I I think it's pretty neat because of the logic in it. So crossroads.org slash connect is the way to do that. And I think that the tools are there and how we do that. It's also just important as a tool. So you can have all the tools in yeah. the world. You can have, you might have ways that we're not even thinking about on how people can connect, but you haven't really told them, like, giving them an action step. Giving them an action step or made it easy for them to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Every, listen, I, as a pastor, I've been in ministry 26 years, all different roles. I don't know any pastor that doesn't want people to connect with them at their church. Right. Or grow their church, mm-hmm. especially coming out of Christmas when you just had a whole lot of people connecting. 
So why do we make it so difficult? Yeah. So I think one of the big takeaways today as we begin to kind of wrap up this one thought on connection is to really just take a step back and look at what is your practice for connection and is it easy? Like just asking those two questions. Yeah. What are we doing to connect people? And is it really clear and really easy to do that? I think that's very, very important. I think that people might miss that out. Yeah. I mean, that the importance level of it, again, whether you're the only person on staff or you have a medium-sized staff, anything in between, what is it that you're doing to help make it as simple as possible for people to connect? Yep. And if you ask yourself that question, you 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 look through whether it's your database or your current systems or whatever, if people, here's another easy, easy checkpoint. We just talked about how we've had, you had so many people fill out connection cards over Christmas Mm. and now it's time to fill them out. If you didn't have a lot of people fill out any connection cards over Christmas or give you any information, then your system is probably needing an update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, it you know, too, so I was like, oh, too we, don't have, we, don't, we didn't really get any. Well, yeah. then it's too complicated. You need yeah. to simplify it. Well, and I think one final thought I have on this is you've got to constantly talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets old news to us, right? Because every, right. every time our MCs get up or we get up, every week it's the same rhetoric about how to connect. Right. And it gets old for us, but we got to remember that every week people's addresses are changing, emails are changing. Mm-hmm. It, so even just for content, updating, yeah. getting people's information, but also hopefully you got new people coming in all the time. So I think it's very, very important to get connected. And oh, by the way, guess what's coming up? New Year's. Oh, 2021. New year. Oh my goodness. It's a new year. Yay! Let's go. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Guys. Jamie, how excited are you are for 2021? I've been saying it. I cannot. I've never been more excited for a new year. Ever. Yeah, I, I'm kind of. I'm kind of with you on that. I'm excited um, about New Year's and uh, and getting. So this is a good time of conversation because as we go into New Year, what a great time to revamp your processes. Yep. And revamp what you're doing for connection. So, well, hey, I hope that this one big thought helped you today when we talk about connection and follow up. We are cheering for you, aren't we? We're cheering yes. for them. Yeah. We're cheering for you. Everybody listening right now, we're cheering. We want you to stay connected with us. So again, make sure you like, comment, share this podcast, One Big Thought. And we look forward to having you on our next episode. Have a great day, everybody. See ya.